Welcome to the Ghost Rap Podcast. It's fast, it's fun, it's informative. This is your weekly dose of the news that matters on the markets with your host, the Finance Ghost. For more details on these stories and to make sure you get daily updates, visit ghostmail.co.za. The Ghost Rap Podcast is proudly brought to you by Mazars, a leading international audit, tax and advisory firm with a national footprint within South Africa. MTN's African subsidiaries are proving to be a headache once more. Well, the biggest ones at least. In MTN Nigeria, there is significant margin pressure, which has seen revenue growth of 21.8% in the latest quarter, only translate into operating profit growth of 13.1%. When finance costs are through the roof, that just is not enough. So net profit fell by 45%. On top of this, there is an ongoing tax dispute in Nigeria, worth a very large $47.8 million, which MTN continues to fight. It also doesn't give shareholders the warm and fuzzies when there's an accounting error that means headline earnings per share for MTN Group for the six months to June, not just Nigeria, but Group, should have been 12.2% lower. We can then look at MTN Ghana, where revenue growth of 36.1% and EBITDA growth of 32.6% sounds lovely in principle. But in practice, this is not even keeping up with inflation, which was 38.1% in the latest quarter. That is negative real growth, which is not what shareholders want to see. The silver lining at the moment is Uganda, which is unfortunately too small to make up for the others. EBITDA grew 15.6% in a country where inflation is just 3.3%, and that is a whole lot more like it, especially when capital expenditure was only up 4.7%. But alas, Uganda is not a reflection of the rest of the business right now. If you shop for your cats or dogs or whatever else really at Absolute Pets, it's likely that you'll see some Woolworths Rewards branding around the place in the near future. Woolworths is acquiring a 93.45% stake in Absolute Pets, with Sunlum Private Equity moving on from this investment after helping the business scale. The remaining shares will be acquired over time from the management team. For Woolworths, the opportunity here is to increase share of wallet from a customer base that typically have pets at home. There are obvious synergies around the rewards program and possibly improving the pet offering within normal Woolworths stores as well. It's a sensible transaction from a strategic perspective and I like the fact that this is a homegrown deal rather than another offshore adventure. The pricing of the deal has not been announced though, so hopefully they didn't overpay. Pepco is generally seen as a defensive retailer in South Africa with a heavy focus on cash sales and with a value-based offering that helps customers save money. The group is a little bit more complicated than that, however, with other elements like JD Group and the building company, neither of which are defensive, along with Avenida, which isn't even in South Africa. Avenida is the Brazilian acquisition concluded in 2022 and I liked that deal at the time because South America feels like a natural place for South Africans to expand to. Performance at Avenida has been ahead of the original plan that informed the transaction, so that's a good news story in an otherwise tough situation because Pepco's core South African businesses are seeing a drop in volumes. Although revenue growth is still positive, it's coming from price increases rather than volumes growth. And as an additional concern, credit sales are now driving much of that growth rather than cash sales. Headline earnings per share from continuing operations will drop by between 5.2% and 15.2% for the year ended September. Earnings per share will actually be negative, a loss-making position, because of extensive impairments recognized on the South African business units. Keep your wits about you in the property sector. I am seeing a trend coming through of property funds showing growth in the distribution purely because of a higher payout ratio rather than because distributable income per share has gone in the right direction. 
Octodeck is only one such example, but it also happens to be the latest one, with distributable income per share down from 175.1 cents to 171.2 cents for the year ended August. Yet the dividend is up from 130 cents to 135 cents. The net asset value per share is 24 rand and 24 cents, and the share price is 9 rand 10, so that tells you how much faith the market puts on that NAV, i.e. very little. The yield of 14.8% also tells you a story, that's very high. But with the share price down 9% in the past 12 months, your total return, yes, it's positive, but actually it's not as good as you would have gotten on a basic fixed deposit at the bank. So the pressure in property continues. And after a week of amazing celebrations for so many people in the aftermath of the Bok victory, it seems appropriate to finish off with AB InBev. The company must be cheering on this behavior because alcohol volumes are under pressure and they need all the help they can get. Beer is particularly in need of a boost, down 4% this quarter, whereas non-beer volumes were up 1.4%. The company managed to grow its revenue by 5% this quarter, but that is a slowdown overall because the nine months to date sees growth of 8.3%. And all of this, whether you look over this quarter or the nine months, is coming from pricing increases with volumes down over both those periods. EBITDA margin fell by 29 basis points to 34.9%. And weirdly, the company talks about how normalized EBITDA was impacted by a tax credit. The T in EBITDA literally stands for tax, as EBITDA is supposed to be a pre-tax measure, earnings before, interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization. Perhaps too much of the beer is landing up at the finance office and not enough of the stuff is actually making its way to customers. And on that cheeky note, that's it for Ghost Rap this week. And that's a wrap. Please remember that nothing you hear on the Ghost Rap podcast should be taken as advice. Please do your own research and visit ghostmail.co.za for more insights into the market.